Jesus fucking Christ. So before you listen to the episode, I just need to clarify a few things. I am talking about the frenemies drama with Trisha Paytas and Ethan Klein. You don't know how much therapy I go to a week. I go to four but Zoom Trisha, sessions a week. No, I understand. Ethan, but, okay, Ethan, what you right. just said was, you're right, Trisha. Everything's fine. That's insane. Like the fact that you did that to me is like it's insane. It's not insane. We're friends. That was We're so having nice. a friendly conversation. <laughs> I don't have to, I shouldn't have to walk on eggshells around everything okay. I say. This was recorded a few days ago. This is me on uh, Monday Arvo, just putting in a little precursor. When I was speaking about this, I hadn't watched all of Ethan's video and I'd only watched like Trisha's first video. Since then, Trisha ha- has uploaded, I think, like six hours of content. Trisha, sweetie, what are we doing? And it seemingly is, it's, it's still coming. This isn't a defense of Trisha Paytas as a person. This is more of a questioning everyone's behaviors, um, particularly after all of her content in the last couple of days. I'm not going to go into it. I'm not going to explain it because it actually would take me four episodes of this podcast. If you're interested, all the links will be in the description of this. But yeah, just wanted to say this isn't a defense of Trisha, particularly after the last couple of days, but it, I do still think I was contemplating being like, do I even upload it? Like, but I think it's still a conversation that needs to be had surrounding the fickleness and the aggression. There are also things that Trisha has said that are anti-Semitic and that is deplorable. And still the comments are all about her leaving the podcast. So there are things that they've done that, like I say in this episode, they should be cancelled for, but I still don't see their comments say anything about that at 4.16pm on Monday afternoon. It's still all about being quote-unquote unprofessional, being money-hungry, being greedy. And I think that even talks further to the fickleness of the internet and how easy it is for people to get caught up on one thing. You see comments about one thing and it just snowballs when in reality all the other extremely harmful things that she has done should be the reason for this. I still think a conversation needs to be had, but just know that I... I'm pretty, I don't know if I'm defensive of Trisha in here. I think I am, I had a panic attack that morning. You'll hear me talk about it. And I think it triggers me seeing other people being trolled, particularly when it's this fickle. Uh, you know, last week she was loved, now she's hated. And mine was opposite way around, but I think the fickleness still triggers me. And I think that my defense of Trisha was me, you know, if the situation was only what I knew at time of recording, I would stand by it. But I think now knowing more and having watched all the content, while getting my nails in this morning, uh, like I'm a bit, you know, I'm not on the Trisha bandwagon anymore. We can say that. But I do think if we listen to this and think about all the other times that people have been trolled, whether it's from being on reality TV, from it's mainly reality TV, YouTubers, even people, and again, not people that have done it, super awful things, people that everyone just decides to dislike. Like, I'm um, Taylor Swift. Whenever I hated Taylor Swift, right? That energy. Anyway, I'm rambling now, but just wanted to say, please take this next moment with a grain of salt. I do think it's an important conversation to have, and I think it is something that I want to speak about, but perhaps apply this to other situations, not to the frenemies drama, because it's a fast-moving beast, isn't it? Jesus fucking Christ. She's literally uploaded, like, I think it's six hours of content in three days about this. Um, and Ethan's been uploading stuff, and it's just – it's it's fucking out of hand jesus christ also in regards to pronouns so when i recorded as far as i knew during time of recording i thought trisha's pronouns were they them exclusively so we referred to 
them as they, them. But I've recently found out that she goes by she, her, they, them, and also he, him. So any pronouns go for Trisha. So um, just in case you're confused as to why now I'm using she and in the recording, I'm using they. Anyway, love you all. I um, hope you at least find this frenemies chat interesting. And if you didn't hear about it, this could be some, you know, some time filler, something to go down the rabbit hole because my God, it's a rabbit hole. At the end of the day, what I want you to take away is if you dislike someone on the internet, simply unfollow them, disengage. If you really want to cancel them, unfollow, disengage and take their platform away one by one because at the end of the day, we're all human. And even if some of us are assholes sometimes or all the time, we're all human. And I obviously have a very personal connection to this so love you all listen to this i still think if you don't in the drama you will fucking eat this up bitch um and look into it but try and think of this conversation about an overall conversation perhaps not about this specific instance you know what i mean all right love yous ttyl as in in four seconds probably bye what did you have for breakfast um literally had a heated up domino's pizza from two days ago Vibes. Relatable queen. What type of pizza was it? Pepperoni on the puff pastry with barbecue sauce. I do a lot of changes. I'm a unique girl, but I am relatable. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of It's Lot with Abby Chatfield. That's me, Abby Chatfield. What's going on? I mean, honestly, I'm going to answer that question myself. I had the weirdest thing happen last night, as in at 2 a.m. this morning, and I want to talk about it, and it also works out well because it's talking about something that I want to speak about anyway. So, before I went to sleep last night, I was talking about frenemies. Now, I will get to this in a moment. I will do a debrief. I will do a, a quick context summary, but I do want to talk about something bigger to do with Trisha Paytas. But I was talking about it on my stories last night, also recording on Friday. Wow, the glass has shattered. Everyone finds out I don't actually record on Tuesdays at 6 a.m. She sometimes does. Sometimes I get to- Okay, no, never Tuesday at 6 a.m. <laughs> but that's Monday afternoons. We usually call it Mondays, actually. And I went to sleep. I was, like, so tired. I had my friend Khan's pop-up restaurant thing. I had a really fun time. I was exhausted. You know, ranted about frenemies on my stories for a little bit, and then went to sleep. And then... I woke up with like a jolt at like 2.10 and was having a panic attack for no reason. Had to take two Valium. I was like, I couldn't breathe. And I woke up thinking about frenemies. Like, what the fuck? And I had to, I was like, it's fine. Like, but it wasn't even that I was worried about frenemies. I was just, my brain couldn't stop replaying the whole frenemy situation in my head. But I wasn't like worried about it. I think maybe my brain like a fixation on a certain topic and it just like wouldn't let it go. And I was like, I couldn't breathe. I was really hot. I put in the fan and opened the windows. It was like four degrees. It was literally four degrees last night. I put the fucking fan on, on high, was lying there trying to do box breathing. Couldn't even hold my breath for the, you know, how you do like the four, like for those who don't know, box breathing is like you breathe in for four, you hold for four, you breathe out for four, you hold for four. You, it's meant to relax you. Never relaxes me. Always reminds me of the fact that I can't breathe, like that I can't, not that I can't breathe, but that I can't hold my breath and my lungs aren't strong enough to hold my breath. So I'm there being like, <sighs> start crying panic what the fuck about frenemies but obviously it wasn't about that but still like i actually have had a panic attack i had like a little one last week 
but it wasn't even a panic attack. I just had severe shortness of breath after a run and my PA Kira was at home when I got home and I was like, babe, I don't know. I think I should get a COVID test. Like I don't have COVID by the way. I was like, I know I can't breathe. And she was like, didn't you just go for like an hour long run? And I was like, yeah, babe, but like something's happening. And she was like, you just ran for an hour in the fucking freezing cold. You're from Brisbane. It's harder to run in the cold. I didn't know that. Fun fact. So like a little one then and it took me like three hours to be able to breathe again. Yeah, weird. I know what's happening lately, but this morning it literally was like I had like pure fear. Like it was like a classic panic attack about frenemies, which is so random because like I don't really care about frenemies. Like I do, but I'm not like sitting here. It's not like there are other things in my life that I could be having panic attacks about. You know what I mean? Like if my body wanted to like prioritize the panic attacks, I feel like frenemies shouldn't even be on the list. I feel like maybe one should be like, oh, like, you don't see mum enough. Or like, oh, like, your sister's stuck in London. And then it should be like, oh, like, is your career going to end? Question mark. No, keep on trying. And then it should be like, oh, you're busy with work. Then it's like, no one, you know, no one loves you. That should be another one. Not frenemies. What the fuck? So... Anyway, now I will discuss frenemies. I just want to tell you guys that I had a fucking panic attack about Trisha Paytas and Moses. Like, what the fuck? Like, okay, so now Elise, producer Elise, she doesn't know about frenemies, do you? No, I'm aware of what it is on the periphery, that it's Ethan Klein and Trisha Paytas. They do a podcast. They were Vine stars. Then Ethan was on, he's got H3H3 Productions and is a YouTuber. And I know Trisha Paytas came out as trans not that long ago. And then that's yeah, all I know. Yeah, she, sorry. They're non-binary. But also, I don't know if they pronounce it she, they, or they, them, because Ethan calls them she. So, yeah, yeah she's the fucking hell. But everyone calls her she, but they're non-binary. I'm just going to say they because it's easier. So basically, Trisha Paytas started off in YouTube fucking in 2005 or something, like, they were the OG. Like, I would watch them when I was, like, in year six. Like, I watched them forever. And they've done some pretty problematic things throughout the years. They're kind of just like a 15-year-long troll. Remember when they said that dogs don't have brains? That was them. So, like, that's Trisha Paytas. But then also when they came out as trans, people said that that was problematic because it was performative, but they actually are non-binary. So it's like they also have borderline personality disorder, schizophrenia, bipolar and a myriad of other mental health issues that they talk about openly. So they kind of are always doing shit that seems irrational. So they have a podcast with Ethan. Ethan's wife is Ella. Ella has a brother called Moses. Moses is engaged to Trisha, full circle. But Trisha didn't know Moses before she said the podcast. So Trisha and Moses met on the podcast because it's Ella's brother. Moses is really hot and really into water. He like loves water. Like someone commented on his Instagram. Someone commented on this made me fucking piss myself last night. I was literally like cackling in bed and I didn't want to post it in my story because I don't think anyone would find it as funny as I did, but I just want to say it now. Someone commented on his TikTok and said, Moses, are you Jewish? And he replied and he said, and he's not kidding. He said, I am water. <laughs> He's a bit fucked. Like, love him. Like, he's really kooky. Like, he's really, like, he loves water. Like, he loves water. Like, he, like, he, people ask him what's your favorite type of water. He has a water channel. People say, Moses, you should do podcasting. And he goes, I have a podcast. It's about water. Like, he just does ASMR about water. Like, he's like, 
<laughs> like he fucking loves water. Anyway, love you, Moses. And he treats Trisha really well. Trisha has had some really awful relationships in the past. Anyway, I'm not going to get into this because <laughs> it's like I could go talk for hours about frenemies and Trisha and I just follow their shit. I find them exceptionally interesting. Not that I agree with things they do probably even 70% of the time, but fuck, they're good to watch and it's just good content. So this podcast, front of me, is Ethan and Trisha have become besties, like fucking close. They're all like family. Like everyone's been so happy for them and being like, finally, they have a friendship group that supports them and understands BPD and, you know, gives like not leniency for that, but has understanding with that. Like Trisha will lash out at Ethan and Ella and they will forgive them because they're like, they're trying their best. Anyway. They quit. Trisha has quit three times the podcast now. The first time was because Ethan wouldn't let Trisha talk about Ella on the podcast because Ella didn't like being spoken about. Trisha then called Ella a bitch. Ella, who's their potential sister-in-law. Yeah. And like Ella is actually really fucking cool. And seems really nice. And Ethan seems really nice. Again, like, maybe I don't know things I've done in the past. From what I've seen, everyone, no one did me saying, did you know that they said this rude thing in 2005? Don't really know much about them. But what I've seen, cool. Also, she's dressed really well. So, like, love you, Ella. Anyway, huge fight. And it was the second time that Trisha quit. Don't know what over. Can't really recall. But this time, Trisha has, like, quit quit like this is it because other times it's been the episodes aired and they air their fights and sometimes you think like oh like it might just be like to get more viewers and to like get more drama around because I'm certainly watching the ones where where they quit over and over again and what happened was Ela is pregnant with potentially triplets maybe twins and Trisha can't get pregnant because they have had chlamydia multiple times and they just can't get pregnant and that is something they talk about and, like, it hurts them, obviously. And I think Ela's pregnancy – this is me, like, speculating now, but Ela's pregnancy has, like, triggered something in Trisha. And at the start of the episode, they seemed super agitated, like, bubbling vibes. Like, you know, when you're, like, oh, like, they're trying to laugh and, like, be, like, normal and you're, like, something's going to happen. But I'm not sure if I just – because I knew that there was going to be a quitting moment, like, if I just felt that way. But there's so many weird little intricacies to this. But basically, Trisha said that talking about Ela's pregnancy, naming the title Pregnancy Announcement is recycling content and that it makes it look like Trisha is pregnant, not Ela, which I completely understand because that would be hurtful if you can't get pregnant and the title of a podcast, and you won't get pregnant, and the title of a podcast is Pregnancy Announcement. Everyone would assume that it's Trisha and then... It's not Trisha, it's Ella, and then that would be triggering for them. But no one seems to be talking about that. Everyone's fucking talking about how Trisha is money hungry. Trisha literally makes, like, I think she's, like, at least top five earners on OnlyFans, possibly the top. Like, makes millions a month on OnlyFans. Plus, has been on YouTube for 15 years and has been one of the top creators on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram. They have their own skid line, and they, they have fucking money. Like, they just bought a house in like Calabasas or something like that's like money and they're buying a second lake house in the same suburb which is a whole other thing anyway so then there's this fight about money and apparently Trisha was being like I don't want to talk about Ella's pregnancy I also don't want to talk about advice questions because it's shit recycled content and I just don't think I just don't think it's good 
Ethan was like, I think it's a good idea. And Trisha seemingly didn't know that it was a new person on crew's idea to do advice questions, from what I understand. And that person got quite upset, understandably, in a corporate environment. So this is a fucking bad idea. You're going to get upset. But I don't think Trisha knew that this person... And then Trisha was saying, well, why do I not get a say in who we hire? Which, like, babe, don't say that in front of the crew. Like, it was pretty fun. Say it, like, in a private situation. Don't say it in front of the crew while you're recording. But keep this in mind. We have to think of it in the context of they are triggered, I believe, because of the pregnancy thing. So I feel like this all came after the pregnancy conversation. So I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't be saying these things in front of crew. They have borderline personality disorder. They have multiple times spoken about their inability to regulate emotions well, and that's why they're in therapy four days a week. Like, again, not defending what they did, but I'm just saying, can everyone calm the fuck down? So, blah, 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 blah. There's this talk about 5% of the profits from frenemies go towards crew, which seems fair. And this is on the podcast, right? Like, this is during a live recording. This isn't a- We can all watch this. This isn't a boardroom deal. You can go to YouTube. I'll I'll link it in the show notes. Mm. Babe, we can all watch this, and uh, we will. And I have, and I actually have four videos to catch up on because I'm behind because so much content keeps coming out. Basically, Trisha ends up quitting, walking out. Now, the internet is now really fucking mad at Trisha. They obviously, well, it's actually not obvious, but they are saying they it wasn't anything to do with mental health issues, that they felt like they were getting gaslit by Ethan because Ethan was saying, you are upset. Tell me why you're upset. And they were like, I'm not upset. And that made them more upset, which I also understand. Again, I don't know how Ethan or Trisha were emotionally feeling in that moment. Therefore, am I going to sit here and abuse one of them on the internet? No. This is this thing. So now everyone's commenting on their TikToks, on their YouTube. They're uploading all these videos fighting back. They're fighting via YouTubes now. Like 45-minute clips of them both discrediting each other's last clip. It is oh, so juicy. <laughs> like, it is. Babe, this is the shit. Like, this is literally, like, I feel sorry for them, both of them, and Moses and Eli. And, like, but I'm also like, will I keep watching? Yes. Like, yes, I will. You know why? Because isn't that deep to me? Like, oh, it sucks. But, like, this is some good shit. Also, it could be all a publicity thing. Like, at the end of the day. Like, this happened, happened three times now. So, God, I'm exhausted already. They've been content creators for over... Over a decade. Over a decade. So by now, they know what works and what doesn't work in terms of getting people to watch and consume their content. And I'm kind of... I'm not mad about it. Like, that's your job. You can't be like, oh, but you're just doing this for the views. It's like, yes, and you're just turning up for the views. And you want to watch the show. It's like people that say The Bachelor, everyone's like, oh, shows like The Bachelor so bad for society. And they they don't show the reality. I'm like, well, if they showed the reality... It'd be fucking boring and you wouldn't watch it. Yeah, also if if it's bad for reality, stop watching it. Yeah. If there isn't a demand for it, people will stop making it. Exactly. And also, I don't care if it's fake. It's still drama that I like watching. But I don't think it is. I think it is real. Anyway, people are now their entire TikTok comments, their my entire for you page is like Trisha slander. Like it is like this is why no one's ever loved her and stayed around. This is why Moses is gonna leave them. It's not just like bitch. It's like paragraphs being like this is why no one loves you trisha this is why you've had no friends the entire time you've been in youtube no one's ever gonna love you you're never gonna like it is the meanest thing it's just so like someone's gone to 
I'm imagining someone going to my therapist and be like, what's the thing that's going to hurt Abby the most? And people have just made them into like paragraphs. Like it's fucked up. It's made me feel really fucking ill last night when I was reading it. And that's the thing that I really care about. I don't give a fuck about Trisha quitting frenemies. Obviously, I love it. But I'm also like, okay, that's fine. I'm not going to go and abuse them. I think they were rude to crew, which is something you never fucking do. But I think that... They were lashing out because they were triggered about a pregnancy announcement. And I think that while it doesn't excuse it, it's understandable. And I think that Ethan understands that. I think that Ela understands that. I think the crew should have been treated with more respect, as they always fucking should be, because the crew are the people that make the fucking show work. But does that mean being rude to crew on camera is shit? How many people are rude to crew off camera? (laughs) First of all, I've seen it firsthand five million times. I'm sure you've seen it. People are awful to crew all the time. On The Bachelor, the crew used to say that they loved me because I was one of the only ones that had conversations with them. Other girls would as well, but like they were like, most people are just so rude to crew all the time, which unfortunately is normal, but doesn't mean it's right. But they are now getting trolled and cancelled for an interpersonal issue. It isn't like they've said something horribly derogatory you know, racist, xenophobic, transphobic. It isn't like they have physically or sexually assaulted someone. They literally had a fight with their brother-in-law, basically. They had a fight with their brother-in-law, which imagine if, like, fights that you had with your siblings were aired. Like, there are things you say during fights with family that, or and even close friends that you're like, if that was aired, like, I can see how this could be turned into, like, you're an evil person. People were standing, Trisha, literally last week. Like, when they brought out their skincare line, skincare collab, people were, like, losing their fucking minds. And now everyone is so fucking fickle. But it's unprofessional. Have you been fucking unprofessional? I have. I used to paint my nails on a Friday all day and pretend that I'd work to do. Should I get cancelled? There's a photo of me, which I'm trying to find over the Instagram. There's a photo of me with a little headset on, painting my nails I've got like a document up that I took. It was my go-to document to pretend that I was doing work. And I'm painting my nails on the phone and I'm eating bruschetta as well that I'd made freshly at 1pm on a Friday. Like we had a nail polish drawer at my old work because I did no fucking work. Like I'm unprofessional when I want to be. Like everyone has been unprofessional. Why are you saying that's the reason why this person should get abuse if you don't want to interact with that person's content anymore if you want to personally disengage from their platform and think i don't think they deserve a platform that's fine disengage but unless it's something like they've said something so fucked up or they've done something really fucked up that's like this seems to be addressed do i care that they had a fight with their brother-in-law no also people are saying they're so greedy when it comes to money they want an extra five percent five percent of what they're earning they'd be earning Okay, so that, like, let's think about it. They get, they get probably 5 million views per – views on YouTube. It doesn't include downloads per episode. They'd be earning a couple of hundred thousand an episode. I don't know how YouTube advertising works. Neither, but they're sponsorships. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, true, true, true. They'd be earning a couple hundred thousand. I reckon 200,000. I really do think 10,000 episodes going towards crew, which they deserve, and they should be getting a cut, really. I think that is a good way to work it. People are saying it's just 5%. 5% of a lot of money is a lot of money, and – the crew deserve it, I believe. But again, this is like a business conversation that they should be having off camera. It shouldn't have been aired. It shouldn't have been it shouldn't have been allowed out in the public for the public to decide what is greedy and what isn't greedy. Maybe it is greedy, but how do you know what their finances are like? How do you know what money you don't know what money the actual podcast makes? You've no it could idea. not be about money. It could be the money is representative of contribution. Like yes. they're saying, I only get five percent of this, but 
if you take me away from this project, is it worth a 5% contribution? Like, no, I would contribute, I think my name is worth 20% or, yeah. you know, you know, if you take me away from frenemies, what is frenemies? Yeah, exactly. Which is a bit devery, but I also kind of am like... But it's also... Yeah. It's also true. true. It, it is true. If, would you all watch... Like, are you all going to watch if Ethan gets a new co-host? I'm not. So that's kind of the long and short of it. I just feel like it's really highlighted the fickle nature of the public and how much they were standing Trisha fucking a matter of days ago like so they've been cancelled like 17 million times but this time is like really personal and awful and like this is why no one loves you and i'm honestly concerned that they're gonna hurt themselves in some way so anyway all i'm having to say is i just feel like there's no need for you to voice your opinion on an interpersonal issue like i was saying if someone has something Racist, sexist, xenophobic, transphobic, homophobic. Absolutely, you have a right to call that person out. If someone does something like sexual or physical assault, absolutely. But if there is a family fight, basically, that's aired, do you deserve an opinion on this? Mm, you can talk about with your friends and text it in the group chat. Do you need to comment on that person's social media, saying this why no one's ever going to love you? Probably not. What you should do from now on, like I was saying with the whole like that, that hate page that was made about me, it's like you're actually upping my impressions. So what you need to do is just unfollow the person, even block them if you want to. Just unfollow the person, disengage, and try to deplatform them. When you're commenting on all this shit, like it's my entire newsfeed because you're all commenting awful shit the algorithm doesn't know where you're commenting. It just says you've commented. Anyway, I'm just fucking pissed off about it because I feel really bad for them. And, I, and I'm not even defending what they did. But I just don't really think that someone should be getting abused for, for being a bit of a diva and a bit of a dick. Particularly when they've been in this industry for 15 years. They're going to be a bit jaded and not in touch with reality. Sorry. Also, they have a lot of mental health issues that they're very public about. Mm. So you shouldn't be holding them to a standard that is of someone who is neurotypical. Yes, exactly. It's now like because they've had this one fight, all of the positive things that everyone loved about them are now obsolete. Everyone's like, okay, because I had this one issue. See, people are saying, see, this is why we never should have given them their platform back. You guys, I'll never forgive you all for letting them come back into the spotlight and being loved again. Like, that they, they they never change. And it's like, no, you know what? They actually didn't ever change because they're a multifaceted person and because throughout the 15 fucking years of everyday their life being on YouTube, you found things that you like and that you don't like and you've chosen to either hold on to things you like or things you don't like. But just because they've had one thing in the past three days that you don't agree with doesn't mean that negates all of the positive things that you like about their personality because you don't know them also at the end of the day they don't know who the fuck you are so why do you think you have a personal what's it called skin in the game that's the saying isn't it someone else called tooth nail no skin in the game thank you thank you (laughs) to the nail for your skin in the game there we go thank you and then now now everything they're saying everyone's like this is manipulative this is manipulative this is manipulative which is shit that i've dealt with from the fucking bachelor where it's like everyone just assumes ill intent fucking constantly like you do one thing and even mine was edited but like there's one thing we perceive you to do and then it's like 
everything you're doing is to manipulate people. Like everything you fucking do. And it's like, maybe people are just like existing. I think very few people, I really stand by this. I think very few people in the world are complete assholes and completely manipulative. Most people are just selfish and then their manipulation, their selfishness comes out as manipulation. And then people are like, they planned this. It's like, I don't think Trisha uploading four 45 minute long videos within the space of five hours is them with no makeup on crying on camera is them for for planning any of this anyway that's my rant about frenemies i feel like i hope you guys understood that because if you didn't go watch we'll include lots of links to all of this drama in the show notes so click through there because i know that after you posted that instagram story i then went and found the section of the podcast and then went and watched it all too yeah and this is, maybe it does explain why i panic attack last night about it I'm very invested. I just, I think it's, I think honestly, wow, more. I think honestly, it's just, it's just triggering for me to see someone get fucking abused online. It makes me genuinely triggered, like genuine, like not in like a funny way, in like a genuinely like, can you all back the fuck off? Like, there's no need for this. You can consume the content without commentating on it. Exactly, and everyone's comment. Just apologize, and it's like, well, what if they don't want to? Maybe they are just an asshole. What are you gonna do? <laughs> like abuse them until they're not an asshole like that famously works like yeah oh no idiots anyway stop commenting mean things people's instagrams oh my god that's horrible i can't believe you did that what the fuck would you mind just not going out with him again so nightmare film Hey team, wanting your help with something. So I copped a message this morning from an old flame that hasn't spoken to me in five months after asking me to pick him up from the airport, which I did, and then he literally ghosted me. But this morning he sent me a meme as if everything was cool and I don't know what to respond back with besides, wow, so crazy to hear from you. I literally thought you died. Uh, the fucking audacity. What would Abby do? Please, tell me. So did, did she go to the airport? Yeah. She went to the airport and he didn't come out of said airport. Hold on, I think she dropped him at the airport five months ago. Oh, she dropped him there. I think so. Let's just double check. Asking me to pick him up from the airport, which I did. So oh, she did. So, so she received the ago. goods. Yeah. She received the goods five months ago. And then, I mean, to be quite frank, babe... What would I do? There's two options here. Either just, like, take the high road and not reply. Like, that's like, probably the best thing to do when, like, all like, the dating coaches on TikTok would be like, don't give him your energy. But also... <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, I honestly... I, oh, I'm not even kidding. I would literally reply. I, maybe a younger me would try and think of something witty to say back. But I think me at this late stage would literally apply as saying, what the fuck is this, mate? Would you? Absolutely. I'm like, what the fuck? Literally, what the f-? And then he'd reply. Then I wouldn't reply. So it's like, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, you're embarrassing. Like, yeah. you're... Also, ghosting question. Mm. So I thought I got ghosted. <laughs> I didn't. I, but I thought I was ghosted. Oh, you went um, into a ghost spiral. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know about this. Mm. Um, yeah, like a little while ago. And I was freaking the fuck out. And then I was thinking, I was like, oh, what if I get ghosted? At what point do we say one is ghosted? Is it two weeks? Is it a month? Is it five months after an airport pickup? Like, because I feel like someone can be ghosted. Like, I, like she was definitely ghosted, right? Like, oh, that's thousands, thousand percent. Months, 
Months, months, plural. Absolutely. I think a month is probably the minimum. But I'm wondering if, like, is, like, two weeks coasting or is two weeks, like, I've been busy? I think based off entirely no rubric or pre-thought or analysis, two weeks is where it starts. Two weeks is the start of the ghost. Because if I... Two weeks is the cremation. If I'm texting a guy and he doesn't text me back for two weeks... I need to put him in the big old oven and he becomes an urn and of ashes that I toss into the sea and he's yeah. done. And then he's in limbo for a little bit yeah. until a month and after a month, ghost. Yeah, and then he comes back five months later and tries to reform into a human being again and I'm like, oh, um, sorry, this isn't, I don't have a pottery wheel. I'm not Demi Moore. <laughs> you are not Patrick Swayze. I don't have a pottery wheel. I love GTFO, motherfucker. GTFO, precisely. Ghosting is so fucking, like, I have been ghosted. Probably because I'm, like, too intense here with a ghost. Like, I'm a bit, like, they know that I'd be, like, A, people know that I call them out the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're saying is start a podcast. Start a podcast <laughs> and get at least a producer so you can, I can be my own nightmare. So I got ghosted fucking two weeks ago. But no, I actually probably wouldn't. I, I would. I would talk about the podcast. If I got ghosted because I'd be so confused. But I've never been like fully ghosted, I don't think. I think also because I like, like, who have I even like dated? No one of interest, you know what I mean? Sorry, everyone. But <laughs> <laughs> no one was like worth me freaking out about, except for that one. But, you know, we were on and off. So I always need to come back like a boomerang. So like if I got ghosted, I feel like that would, like when I thought I was getting ghosted, I literally was like, this is the most fucked up thing I have ever experienced. Have you been ghosted? Yeah, I hate it because I'm always I'm so upfront. I'm just like what posture. Yeah, I'm I sit up very straight, (laughs) and I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. No, I'm like, are you interested or not? I don't care if you're not, Mm. just because I can go do other things. But I hate ways. I just get angry because I'm like, this doesn't make sense. I really like you. You know that I do. If you don't like me back, that's fine. Just tell me, and I'll I'll go and do someone else. And I think exactly go and check someone else. And I also feel like people these immature fucks mostly men, who goes people, I feel like they're like, well, what do you want me to do? They're so... I don't know if it's like they want to be the victim so bad or they're just emotionally mature or what, but they're like, what, would you rather me say I don't fucking like you? It's like... Yes. Those aren't the two options. No. <laughs> me. Yes, well, please. I, no, 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 no. I would, I would rather that. I yeah. would. I, I would much rather I don't fucking like you, but the options are not I don't fucking like you, you bitch, or ghosting. Yeah. The options are like, hey, I don't think this is going to work. My friend on date last week, actually, two weeks ago, and she was saying to me that she, you know, after that she went really well, really liked him. Like, I think I'll see him again, whatever. He texted her on the Thursday night, on the Friday morning. He was like, hey, happy Friday. I had a really, really fun time with you, but I think there are too many differences with us. But I really had a great time. You're great to spend time with. I'd love to hang out as friends if you'd be into it, but totally fine. If not, have a good day. That is like the most normal thing to do. And she was like, oh, that sucks. But, like, that's so nice that I've met a nice man because she was in an awful relationship before. She's like, oh, I met a nice man that can that's nice to me and can communicate. Fuck yeah. Like, like, that's now, like, a stepping stone. It's like with that guy that I was seeing. It's like, oh, like, this is now the baseline of, like, I need to be able to be communicated to in a nice way. Like, that's, that's the option. There isn't only, like, I fucking hate you. The anxiety of the question mark of the ghosting, like, like being, like, Maybe they're maybe they're sick. Maybe they're busy. Maybe they're, maybe they're dead. Mm. Maybe it's more like about how often you reach out. Because I also think I the other thing that I want to address is this thing on TikTok that I've seen. I need to delete that fucking app. 
fucking hell. This thing on TikTok that I've seen, people are like, if he wanted to, he would. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As humans, if we want to, we, we will. And, but also, sometimes you can't. And also, you're sitting here being like, oh, I haven't spoken to me in a week. And it's like, well, have you spoken to them? No. Like, maybe things should be, like, a two-way street. Like, if it, maybe it's, like, a reaching out amount of times, not, like, a time. Because if it's been a week, it's been two weeks, and neither of you have texted, you're also ghosting them. Ooh. Damn, double homicide. <laughs> like, you're going to call Ghostbusters. Literally, you're both ghosts. You're both ghosts. You're ghosties. You're ghosties. Like, like, you're, you're, you're technically, like, like, this girl ghosted me. Ha-ha. Yeah. Caught you. It's like the Spider-Man meme. But yeah, I feel like maybe it's a if you've reached out twice in a row. Yeah. You know why as well? People also, this is another thing that pisses me off because I used to think this way as well. And it pisses me off because I think it, it adds to this like inherent insecurity that women have in dating. And I think it adds to my own insecurity. So then that's why it pisses me off. If people say, if they go to send you like a message and they go, oh, fuck, I'm so sorry. I didn't see this last message. And everyone's like, they did. Maybe they didn't. Like I have literally how many, I'm going to text over my phone right now. Let's see. Don't tell me I'll have that will actually give me anxiety. I've only got 37, which is which is way less. Usually it's about 100 and something. Because I, wow. I, did, I did read all yesterday. See, my problem is I read them, but because I have ADHD, mm. I do not register that I've mm. read them. So people be like, but you read it. And I was like, oh, but I didn't absorb the information. Yeah, <laughs> I read it. My eyes accepted the letters in a certain order. Did they acknowledge what it meant? No. People that I genuinely like, like – fucking am like seeing or like have like crushes on and like i'm obsessed with i will miss her texts like stop being so hard on yourself and also other people and being like well they ghosted me they don't care about me if if he wanted to he would if they cared about you they'd reply to text like mostly yeah like if you text them like three times in a row and they're like i'm too excited being like sorry i didn't see you text like and they're all over social media but also if it's like a busy person like i'm a busy bitch but also i'm all over social media and i don't reply to texts maybe it's not even fuck Am I the problem? <laughs> but like, it isn't malicious. It isn't that I don't talk to someone. Like, my fucking literal mother will text me, and I'm oh, like, oh, I'll reply later. Same. And then I'm like, fuck, mommy, it's been four days. I'm so sorry. Like, let's see my text right now. Who I'd want to reply to? There's literally like three people that I can see texts from that I either have or have had feelings for that I haven't opened in the past two days. So it's not about like if they wanted to, they would. Like, also maybe, and I know I do this. Maybe you do this as well. I don't open it because I'm like, shit. If I open this, I'm gonna forget it. Whereas I need to reply to it, so I'm gonna leave them on unread, so I remember to actually do something with the information. Yeah, and then you have 37 unread texts after 24 hours, like me. That's a lot. The only people I reply to consistently. It's a lot. Wow. Yeah. Four seconds. The only people I reply to consistently is my group chat called Glamcus, but they can annoy with me because I text them all day every day <laughs> and they're like Abby can you please calm down and I'm like fucking reply to me I feel like I know you're not putting in such effort as friendship as I am and they're like we have jobs and I'm like Fair. Uh. but yeah that's how I think ghosting if you've texted twice I think twice in a row and no response and it's also been like two weeks it should be like a mathematical equation where it's yeah. like if x equals two weeks plus two texts X equals ghosting. Yeah, five months is um, it's a no go. I just wouldn't five even. Five months is definitely a no go. I just, like, I just wouldn't even reply because it's like, oh, I could start a fight with you 
if you're bored and be yeah. like, like, you know, and bait him a little bit. But also, could you be bothered? I would have probably probably what the fuck, dude, and then probably block them. Vibes. Like, just being like, you're embarrassing. Speaking of airports, every time I just side note, every time I've realised I have some, have I talked about the prank thing that I get scared of on? No. Okay. Maybe it's another episode, actually. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Teaser. Okay. <laughs> Stay subscribed, guys. <laughs> Find out the pranking airport story. <laughs> what's Abby's what's pranking in airports? All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. What's it? We're on Rate, YouTube. subscribe. Rate, subscribe. Like, follow. follow on Instagram. You know, that's it. We're taking a little end of season oh, break. Oh, yeah. Fuck, probably should tell them. So there will still be new content. So we're taking, but we're taking a little break so Abby can just have some maxo relaxo time, get some other shit done. But we will be putting out episodes every week. Some of them will be... Favorites from the year so far. Some of it will be newer stuff, but in case anything mad happens in the world and Abby's not addressing it, that's because she's having a four-week break. But there are still new episodes, so stay subscribed. It's my first time having a four-week break. When did I, I had like three weeks over Christmas, didn't I? When I first came over to yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, she needs a break. She's tired. The shameless girls do it. Why can't I? Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye.